Scott and Paul show for the week of November 25th, 2019. Almost 2020, Scott. Are you ready to talk about 1996? Oh, yeah. Anything. Anything from the 90s. <laughs> well, um, it's going to be a different show. Not a lot of news this week, so we are going to do Game of the Year for 1996 first, and then we are going to have a 100% spoiler-filled talk about, well, all thanks Star Wars. We're going to do... Um, reviews, mixed reviews of Star Wars Mandalorian episodes 1 through 3, talk about Solo, Rogue One, and anything else Star Wars related, because we haven't really had a Star Wars talk in a very long time. Oh, this will definitely bleed into Anakin's fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It always does. Always does. So... Let's just go ahead and get right to it. Game of the Year, 1996. Let's go through the list that's not in order yet. And you can tell we are in the 90s by the first game, MTV's Beavis and Butthead. Hello, 1996. Cruising USA, Donkey Kong 3, Dixie Kong's Double Trouble, Earthworm Jim 2, Final Fight 3, Chet Moto, Kirby Superstar, Mist, Knights into Dreams, Resident Evil, there's a special note on this one, the director's cut was in 1997, and the DualShock version, which we all remember fondly, that director's cut was in 1998, so keep that in mind. Ridge Racer, Star Wars Dark Forces, Star Wars Rebel Assault 2, The Hidden Empire, Shadows of the Empire. Wow, we had three Star Wars games in one year. Now we can't even get one within, I don't know, ten years apart. Seems Street, like it. Yeah, Street Fighter Alpha 2, Super Mario 64, Super Mario RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars, Tekken 2, Tomb Raider, Twisted Metal 2, Wave Racer 64, Wipeouts, and X-Men Children of the Atom. So 1996 started off as a pretty crappy year, but it actually turned out to a pretty sweet year. So, I don't know why I'm doing this, but Scott, call it. Heads. Hey Siri, flip a coin. Tails. Oh, 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 oh. That bitch is listening now. She's sick of me winning. Uh, so far, it started turning to a gimmick. So now I get a choice. Ooh, all these games. Oh, and by the way, I did send this list to Dan, and Dan did not respond. So Dan has no choice in the matter. And he was on today. So, uh oh. just, I guess he decided not to. Respond to us. Dan is not listed to the show. He hates us now. He hates us. Well, as beautiful as the game was, 
No, no, it was popular. Honestly, you just don't have a choice. There's this never gonna win. Sorry. Missed you. You're gone. All right. Well, uh, Beavis and Butthead. Game sucked. Yeah. Well, <sighs> nice in the dreams. I know. I'm a Sega boy, but that game just, it just never did anything for me. Ooh. You know, I never played that with the, um, the, the one control. What's yeah, the, the funky control? The good control, the better Dreamcast prototype. Um, so maybe I mean I like the game, but it'd probably be better like that. Yeah, probably. All right, I played that back that, in the day, though. That fake ass analog controller, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh. Well, this will be uh, shocking, but it's not gonna win anyways. The one Star Wars game I've probably never played. Rebel Assault 2. Rebel Assault 2. Uh, I have a a um, acquired version of it, but I haven't played it. So, um, I don't like RPGs in this matter. So, Mario RPG, you're gone. Oh, oh my! Sorry. Damn, damn, that was a top five, easy. All right, then. Let's see what Paul would probably like. <laughs> um, um, I'm going to cut Jet Moto. Uh, yeah, compared Need to Wave time. Racer. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a Wave Race. Uh, I've never played this, so it's probably not fair, but yeah, I'm getting rid of you anyway. Donkey Kong 3. Ooh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Donkey Kong 3, Dixie Kong's Double Trouble. Sounds like furry porn. Yeah. Let's see. I didn't like 3 as much as I did 1 and 2. But it's still a great game. Uh, I should have played it before. But, yeah. I never played yeah, 2. The only game on the list I hadn't played was... Well, I had played Rebels. it, but I never finished it. Yeah. It's the same uh, like they were repeating the same process over and over again. Cruising USA. What? Wasn't impressed in '96 and not impressed today. What? Didn't like arcade either. Oh, Scott, you suck. Just feels so generic. It always did. Final Fight Three. Fuck off. Ooh, that's a good game. Yeah, but it's it's no Streets of Rage. Let's see. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. I would say um, Shadows of the Empire. Oh, fuck you. Seriously? Yeah, it's not making top five. Solid game. Shitty camera. <laughs> <sighs> like it. <laughs> All right. X-Men, Children of the Atom. Yeah, that game is bullshit. Some good bullshit, but it's a bullshit. That's a quarter muncher for sure. Let's see. Um, it's me. Earthworm Jim 2. Oh, yeah, 
that was you. Yeah. Damn. You are slaying the Super Nintendo shit today. Yeah, well, you've had your run. Is Kirby Superstar the the isometric one? No, Kirby Superstar is the eight and one system game. Oh. Bullshit. I'm going with man. The way I'm feeling it right now, this might be a race game heavy final five. Tomb Raider. Why you're you're dropping Tomb Raider? Are you fucking serious? Fucking serious. Okay, okay, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. At the time, I could roll with it. So I'm thinking of it in the and the aspect of how it's aged, and I probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, the original Tomb Raider so compared to what the Tomb Raider is now. There's, you know, I mean, come on. But yeah, but yeah. at the time. Everybody was like, "This is the shit." Yeah. Well, I'll just give, and we just didn't give even have second. that terminology back then, so we would have thought like, Look at "Yeah, this is." I don't know what the fuck we said back in '96. Fucking Tomb Raider or something. <laughs> you know, if we're thinking about Tomb Raider in 1996, and every game that's left, it, it this is when it gets difficult. Um. Um. Well, it's definitely Dark Forces would be out. Tomb Raider, I'd say I would say Dark Forces would be the next one to drop. Yeah. It's a really good Doom clone, but it doesn't really hit its stride until the next game in the series. Okay, so we are left with Kirby Superstar, Resident Evil, Ridge Racer, Street Fighter Alpha 2, Mario 64, Tekken 2, Tomb Raider, Twisted Metal 2, Wave Race 64, and Wipeout. Took him 64 tries, but he finally got Rave Race working. Well, Street Fighter Alpha 2. I don't like the Alpha series, so you're out. Oh, shit. Sorry, Scott. Oh, <laughs> I'm, shit. I'm a coward. Yeah. Man, we have one two, three racing games that are all significantly different. Well, there's one that's a standout, so that was definitely staying. I'm going to say Cut Ridge Racer. Uh, Ridge Racer? Hmm. As a system seller. Yes, it was. <sighs> wow. I think 64 and Wipeout are both better overall games. Ridge Racer is so cool, though. You could take the disc out, you could keep it in there, and put in another CD, and it would play it. That's pretty cool. And it, <clears throat> it even had the, um, when it loaded up, you could play a different, play a, whatever fucking Capcom, not Capcom, but Namco um, game, arcade game, I forgot which one it was. Uh, I forgot what it was. The Namco one. Galaga, Galaxian, um, shit, no, it was, um, oh my god, it's on the tip of my tongue. Oh well, I just lost all my fucking retro cred. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. It'll come back to me. Lost all your racing cred, too. Um, what? oh boy. 
shit. Welp. Oh my goodness. I have a top three in mind. I did. <laughs> Before we started, I did. Mario RPG got nailed. Donkey Kong 3 got nailed. Oh, fuck. Well, okay. God dang. This is... Fucking hell. Oh, shit. Wave Race 64 did water good. Wipeout was so beautiful. Wipeout was... Cyanotics was one of the um, reasons why PlayStation became PlayStation. Yeah. Because uh, Olaf Allensoft went to that team and, and picked them out. So if it wasn't for them, it probably wouldn't be a PlayStation. Oh my goodness. Resident Evil is very difficult without that analog. But it pretty much created the current, at least at that time, horror drawing. And it was also tank controls or tank controls. Yeah. Dual shock was just another way to reinvigorate interest in it. Yeah. I didn't play it until director's cut the analog. Fucking shit, this sucks. Well, yeah, but Wave Race 64, you're out. I would agree, because while the gameplay is great, it's very limited number of maps. That's the biggest problem. Yeah, There's Wipe, not very many courses. Yeah, Wipeout had so many maps, and just the style. Well, it, was, like, it was so beautiful at the Wave, time. Wave Race had, like, what, four? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. So, yeah. The, on, the, on the flip side, man, I played the shit out of Wave Race. Um, uh, co-op, it's fun as hell. Oh, and then the GameCube version wasn't anything new. It was the same game. Yeah. It was bullshit. We actually took it back, and they took it back. It just shocked the shit out of me. <laughs> so anyways. Yeah, they uh, do that. Damn, what's next to cut? We got what? Resident Evil's left. Kirby, Mario 64, yeah. Tekken 2, Tomb Raider. Oh, Kirby, Kirby Superstar. Uh, uh, Kirby got game of the year last year, so. It's not true, Kirby. Nah. Well, shit. Resident Evil, Super Mario 64, Tekken 2, Tomb Raider, Twist the Metal 2, and Wipeout. Ooh. I think it's I think it's become apparent. Yeah. I think the one to cut. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> well, first Tekken didn't have jack shit in it. Tekken 2, they finally decided to step up their game. Yeah. I think Tekken 2 is a, is, is a top 5. Twisted Metal 2, pretty much the same thing. 
Yeah, oh. I think it's the top five. Yeah. Resident Evil. Oh my God, this is so hard. Top five. Wipeout. That's the one. Yeah. Nobody ever talks about Wipeout anymore. That's the thing. Still fucking great though. Shame. And if you play the yeah, new, ver if you play the new version in VR, oh my God, it is so amazing. By the way, VR. Right now is the time to do it because there's that $200 bundle with the five games that come with it. Now is the time to jump on. If you're going to do it, do it now. So, Resident Evil, Super Mario 64, Tekken 2, Tomb Raider, and Twisted Metal. Well, so I say the order would be Mario 64, Tomb Raider, Resident Evil, Twisted Metal 2, Tekken 2. I agree. All right. PlayStation 1 freaking nailed it on the top five. Yeah. Four of them. 1996, PlayStation finally got their shit together. It took a year to dominate. Did Tomb Raider 1 come out for the Saturn that year? Um, I don't remember. That's not the... Uh, nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody remembers That's the shit problem. Probably, they probably didn't play as smooth if it, if it did. Alright. Well, since I remember the order, we can fix that later. But that is your list. So, um, yeah, 1996 was the year that the Ultra 64, which they should have kept the name, but they decided to go with Nintendo 64, came out. Um, interesting side note on that. A uh, year or two prior, the guy that we always talk about, Tom Kalinske, the CEO of Sega, tried to work out a deal with Sony and PlayStation. Sony, PlayStation, and Sega try to get them to work on the next system together. Sony was up for it. Sega gave lip service. And Sega said, no, 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 whatever they're doing, it, it won't work. Because, you know, it's, it's 3D. No. 3D is too hard, too difficult. So... We all know what happened after that. Sony won the war. <clears throat> Multiple times. But still winning. Yeah, still winning the war. The top, they have, what, three of the top five systems, not counting handhelds of all time. So, he said, well, fuck it. If they won't go that route, I find somebody else. And so he found a, another company in America that was doing effects for motion pictures. Is it uh, SL or something like that? I forgot the name of them. Anyway, that company had a system processor and effects that was faster, cheaper to produce, and better than what Saturn had. But they decided no, no, it's too big. He's like, what do you mean too big? Just too big. 
That's all they would give them. So, I mean, they went through months of work. And so he, they, he said, so what are we supposed to do now? We spent all this time trying to negotiate, and now we have nothing. So he flipped through his phone book, and he said, I'm going to give you a name. God's name is Howard Lincoln. And then a few months later, that's when you saw these people on stage, and they were going to be powering the Nintendo Ultra 64, which ended up being the Nintendo 64. That's what happened. So, twice, fucking twice, Sega could have had whatever Nintendo system was going to be powered by, and you could have had the you know, Sega PlayStation. They fucked themselves twice. How can you do that? Listen. They're stuck in the past. <laughs> they only think forward about once every three or four generations anymore. I think it was That's SL probably. SL Industries. Was that it? The name of the uh, processor company? I don't remember that, but yeah, I mean, they had every chance in the world to lay it down. SGI uh, co-processor. That's what it was. Yeah. Dumb fuckers. Oh, well. However, did you see that the Genesis Mini is on sale for Black Friday? Second yes, it's all that. Yeah. I mean, if I... Wouldn't have already. I wonder why they cut it so drastically. Oh, it's Black Friday, so. I mean, yeah, but that's like, what, 50%? I don't know. I mean, I already have all those games on ROM, so it's not like I need a system. So. I just want it because I have to own it. Yeah. I desire it. Yeah. Have they hacked it yet? I never thought about that, actually. Look into that. Yeah. Well, now it's time to move on to Star Wars. So, if you want to not be spoiled, thanks for listening. As for the rest of you, Baby Yoda, Star Wars. First off, it's not Baby Yoda. Unless you some there's bullshit. a Baby Yoda song. Unless you some bullshit clone. Baby Yoda. Yeah. this does not make uh, time wise. It doesn't make sense. Unless, yeah. Unless he's a big fucking hypocrite. Maybe he's found another secret. <laughs> I mean, he's sitting there telling Anakin he can't. Uh, get laid, and he's out there on on his way to uh, the Dagobah system. He stops and 
know, busts a nut, and then he flies back to the Enigma system. Yeah, the Sega Mega Drive Mini's been hacked, by the way. Oh, good. Like, 66 days ago. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, um, I like the show. I think, like, visually, it's very appealing. Um, Baby Yoda is, like, that's going to be an all-time classic design. Kind of like, well, shit, like a Mogwai. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. There's definitely some inspiration drawn from there, but, I mean, damn, they got it right. Yeah, well, how Holy else sh- are you supposed to draw a baby, whatever the fuck, his braces, I forget what they're called. That's, uh, they don't have a name yet. Yeah. I remember right. on a documentary, he, he, they were, he was looking at, uh, telling the CGI artist how to draw, him. he was like, it's like, you know, if Miss Piggy and Kermit ever had a baby. <laughs> as soon as he said that the CGI artist just started shaking everybody laughed it's because he was having a mental picture of those two getting it on yeah um it's interesting that he's he seems to already be very powerful in the force like in well not just in tune with the force like potential but like some level of mastery. Well, I remember. Yes. I don't remember if it was extended universe or current universe, but I'm hearing some bullshit about how some races are just more naturally in tune with the Force. That couldn't be it. Yeah, or Ray. She's or, yeah, fucking. Uh, she doesn't exist in this this conversation. She's Palpatine level. Yeah, she, she's not continuity. <laughs> it's yeah, not, not yet. Anything That's from right. episode. Anything episode seven and above, no, not continuity. So don't worry. Han Solo's still alive in our universe. That's right. Just don't even get me started on the whole fact that the classic characters were never on the same screen together. But whatever. Yeah. Anyways, back to Mandalorian before I go on that fucking rant. Um... Again, Baby Yoda, he's fucking epic. There's already like a Baby Yoda song. It's pretty funny. Uh, the memes are pretty funny. They're everywhere. Disney's being cocksuckers about the freaking um, gifts, pulling them down for copyright strikes, uh, even though they've gifts are generally recognized under fair use. Um, but whatever, Disney, you can't just leave anything good alone. Um, Mandalorian. The principal character, I mean, he's got some very slowly developed or unfolding development, I guess. Um, The show, I really enjoy it. I love it. But at the same time, it is just a little bit slow paced, even with the action scenes. Um, But it is a series, not a movie. So it could be a little more stretched. But I really feel like they could have done the first three episodes in two, for sure. Um but yeah, it's 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 good. It's it's to me, it's worth having the subscription, you know. 
I mean, it's something that if they released it direct to like Blu-ray or something, I probably would have dropped twenty-five or thirty bucks on it. So, the score is my biggest complaint. Um, it's not bad, but it's not great. It's just kind of meh. But it's definitely you can feel like the Rocky vibe in it. Which, if I'm not mistaken, that's the guy that did the score for the two Creed movies. So, yeah. Like, when it kicked up, I can't remember what scene it was. I think it was the second episode. There was a there was a, a motif or a, 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 some sort of sound cue that kicked off my spinal cord, like when I would hear Rocky music and want to go, you know, punch something. So, but hopefully the score will get better. It's not terrible. Uh the acting overall has been really good. Like Nick Nolte was freaking awesome. So he has spoken. Yeah. Yes. This is the way it is. Um, Connor Weathers. How do you feel about that? I like the character, but I feel like he's struggling a little bit. Like on delivery and stuff. It's not terrible. Just his age is kind of, I don't know, maybe maybe it's just a difference in direction. The character, uh, I don't know, he just kind of gives him the missions and then, oh, you violated the guild, I'm going to shoot you now. He's clearly going to live. Uh... I don't know. I'm on the fence on the Carl Weathers character. Well, he's a hill now, so. I'm excited to see Carl Weathers, but I'm just kind of, yeah, I'm on the fence with the character. I mean, the show's good, but it's not perfect by any stretch. IG-88 or IG-11, he was pretty badass. Oh, the battle droid thing? Yeah. Right. So, would you have been happier if we just had one Mandalorian instead of the whole guild? Yes and no. Um, I had read the... and Her name escapes me. I think it's Karen Travis. I'd read her series of novels and about... Well, basically just about clones and the Mandalorian culture and all that. And... Uh, I was like so on board with what she was doing. And as much as I love the Clone Wars cartoon, I think they really dropped the ball when they retconned her novels out and redid Mandalorian culture as its own, like, you know, ruler of Mandalore and all that bullshit. But, you know, the uh, you get to see a lot of different, uh, like, armor designs. And we got to see a pretty cool scene in the last episode some of the weapons, but you know, I, again, it's, I, I could go either way with it. I would have been fine with a single Mandalorian, but it is kind of neat seeing a little bit of their culture, the guild, so to speak. And they seem like they're a charitable organization, which does fall in line with, Karen Travis's um, 
interpretation of Mandalorians, which was one of the strongest aspects of it. Like they help out, they call them foundlings, and I'm guessing helping out refugees or young refugee children or something and turning them into uh, murderous <laughs> bounty hunters and sadistic infantry. Yeah. And uh, Nick Nolte, how'd you feel about that? Um, the performance I thought was great. Uh, the he's an ugnot which I thought was interesting. I thought the Mandalorian bowed to the character a little quickly, but I liked him. I kind of wish he would have taken Mandalorian up on his offer to work for him. Yeah, start building like a Normandy type thing. Have a little crew with him. Yeah. 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 Hopefully they cross paths again. So Well he's got a he's got a member of the crew right now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Yoda. Yeah, I mean he's got he's got the nuclear option. Yeah. As long as it's not nap time. Yeah, he's got the football with him right now. Yeah. Oh, and Baby Yoda ate the fucking frog. That was great. <laughs> Spit that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like uh, the the flashbacks to like the battle droids destroying his family and his village or city or wherever he was at. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. One thing it caught me is strange is as a Mandalorian, and I know that it's only been it's been like twenty three, twenty four, twenty five years since the fall of the Jedi, but like has the Force as a presence and people just knowing about it in general really fallen that far out of the public eye that he was confused as to what baby Yoda did when he used the force. Um, I, I think, mean, I think he was pretty much just trying to keep it secret. I think he knew what happened. He just wanted to keep it to himself because people are already trying to kill it. So I think it's a good possibility. I think it's one of those the less people know the better. Yeah. I was gonna say because there were tens of thousands of Jedi and everybody knew who the hell the Jedi were. Yeah. Unless maybe he's well, we don't know what his age is, so unless maybe he's like really young. He's like a millennial. It's like, I don't know who the fuck this Guns N' Roses is. Well, he's got to be close to 30 because he was 7 or 8 when the battle droids killed his family. And this is post-Return of the Jedi, five years after. Is it five years after? Um, I think it's five years after Return of the Jedi. Uh, it would seem he's a bit younger than Baby Yoda. So, Baby Yoda's 50. Yeah. I don't know. I, 
would say... Uh, the series takes place in 9 ABY, so five years after the Empire's defeat in the Battle of Endor. So, it was probably around late 20s. Yeah, probably. I wonder if any classic characters will show up. Probably not. I would just try to keep it clean, create your own universe. Yeah. That way you can do whatever you want. That's true, too. I still think it'd be crazy, like, if Boba Fett pops up somewhere. Because ever since the big retcon, when they removed the Legends universe, expanded universe, he is officially dead again. <laughs> what do you so. want to do? Go to Tatooine and see Sarlacc pit? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, you hear something? Yeah. Help me. Yeah. No, I was just saying, like, you know, like, Boba Fett got out, like, later that day or some shit. Well, I mean, or he could go to Tatooine and just see a jetpack laying next to a Sarlacc pit. Gets shot out. It's like, hey, I've always wanted one of these. Yeah. 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 Frankly, as long if he don't if he stays off a desert planet, I'll be extremely happy. I've seen enough of that. He was he's already been on one. The Force Awakens and Last Jedi and fucking Rise of Skywalker, it's all they fucking know. Desert, 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 desert. That's easy to shoot on desert. Salt Desert and Last Jedi. Desert, desert, desert. Yeah. Yeah, overall Mandalorian, pretty good. New episodes on what, Friday? Yeah, every Friday. So far, okay. I mean, it's a hit. It's big on Twitter and social media. Um, I know I've seen some rumblings about people saying there's there's no plot, there's no plot, but uh, I, I think it's just developing slowly. Well, right now, I mean, there was no plot. He was just trying to capture bad guys until he found Lady Yoda. Yeah, now he's got to get. Now he's going to get to the bottom of why they wanted Baby Yoda. Yeah, I'm assuming it has something to do with Metaclorians. Yeah, because the Empire is supposed to be dead. Why is there still rogue squadrons of the Empire out there trying to kill Baby Yoda or do something with Baby Yoda? Yeah, he said there was like warlords and stuff still. Yeah, so. Probably precursors to the First Order. Overall, I'd say... Was there 12 episodes? Nah, 8. 8? Okay, so we're not too far along. So, by January, pay your 6 bucks and pick up Disney+. Plus. Disney Plus is worth the money anyway. Yeah, especially for people our age. Want to go back and watch Ducktales, Gargoyles, and all the Spider-Man and X-Men. Yeah, the really good Fox ones. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, let's talk about some more Star Wars. Let's start with, um... Oh, let's go in chronological order. <laughs> so, well. Let's start with the good. Um, watching this made me realize how much I miss seeing oh, Han and Chewie together on screen. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely uh, a strong point in both Force Awakens and Solo. Like, every time those two are on screen together, it's gold. Yeah. Honestly, I think Solo handled it better than Force Awakens. I don't think the people who wrote Force Awakens actually like any of the old characters. I just want to get them killed off and move on to the next. Yeah. Well, I feel like there was a little bit more of an issue with being forced into a corner by Harrison Ford as far as Han Solo goes. Now we're going to kill this guy so I can make you know, Indiana Jones, right? Because no, yeah. Indiana Jones is so much better than Han Solo. He, well, he, just, you know, he goes out into the desert and he has a snarky attitude and he has a he has his well, gun that blasts things. And Wait, he fights that, fastest. That, 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 that's, yeah, fastest in the, in the desert. He's just a smarter Han Solo. <laughs> he has a degree. He's Han Solo with a degree. This belongs in the museum. That's... Yeah, that that's he, all. He does. He wanted, he wanted that fucking character dead. Yeah. There was no doubts in my mind that Han Solo was dying. Probably a year before that movie came out, just by listening to the fucking interviews with Harrison Ford and over the years and how he's re regarded the fandom and how he's regarded the character and you know, I mean, it's like, okay, cool, dude, you don't like him, but you know, fuck everybody else. But I guess I'm not the one that's had to live with fucking people. Begging him for Han Solo autographs, I guess. Yeah, I've so. done other things in Han Solo. Like, yeah, like five Indiana Jones Indiana movies. Indiana Jones. Three fucking Jack Ryan films. <laughs> uh. Oh, well. <laughs> I, it's Harrison Ford's life. I, whatever. Whatever floats his boat. But, anyways, <laughs> that was large. Like well, William Martin Shatner. Has, Get a life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how I feel Harrison Ford was. Um, I'm pretty sure they don't have Indiana Jones conventions. They have Star Wars conventions. Um, uh, uh, he does in his bedroom. He walks in there and saw Indiana Jones shit. Yeah. It's but like, Lawrence Kasdan helped with Force Awakens, and I, I really feel like he was written into a corner. I feel like if somebody gets it, one of the one of the big writers on Return of the Jedi probably gets it. Um, if I'm not mistaken, his son. You know, here's some nepotism. If I'm correct, Solo, he wrote Solo. So maybe without the whole "Hey, we're killing this guy off" angle being hung over his head, maybe one of the Kazans was able to get it right. Yeah, uh, Solo. Oh, Hulk was the best part of. The first of Force Awakens, but yeah, the new guy, you know, he he was 
I don't even remember his name. Alfred something. Are you talking about the new solo? Yeah, new solo. New solo. Oh. Whatever uh-huh. the guy's name. Sorry, yeah. bro. I don't even know him off the top of my head. Yeah. But I mean he was he was more than serviceable. I mean he was he didn't he wasn't like amazing by any stretch, but you know, he did good. And but, he, he wasn't offensive. It's just <sighs> the way the character was written. He wasn't Han Solo. He wasn't arrogant and cocky and had that dry wit and stuff. He wasn't Harrison Ford's Han Solo. I mean, they didn't screw him up as bad as they screwed up Captain Kirk in Star Trek. Right. But there's only a small few... Like, when he's with Chewie, he's Han Solo. When he's not, he's a guy. Yeah, he's any random generic hero half the film, and then the other parties like, all right, this is Han. Yeah, I mean, in a part last, in a, in, a, in, a, in a, there's a small bit was Harrison Ford being Harrison Ford, but if he doesn't have the lines, he can't be Han Solo. Right. You have to write him to be a smartass. I mean, yes, that line where she says, I love you, and he's like, I know. Yeah, that that was ad-libbed. But the other 90% of the film, that was written for him. And you just did not write the character that way. Chewbacca was awesome. Yeah, Chewie's always good. Yeah. Lando was Lando. They 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 got that right. Yeah. Um sitting there making uh videos about how awesome he is. <laughs> Little video diaries. Hollow, hollow diaries, I guess. Lando is one of my favorite characters in the whole the whole thing, so Yeah, I can't wait to they, they kill him off. Kill him off. Yeah. yeah. Fuckers. Um <laughs> Between the original Lando and the the Han Solo movie Lando, and you know just the books, the comics, he's just he's Lando. I mean, he's one of the heroes of the fucking Galactic Civil War. He's he's cool. He, you know, he's not the like his 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 initial heel turn. I mean, you can understand that. It's like, hey, I'm I'm the Empire. You can turn over these five rebels. Or we can kill these, you know, 30,000 people that live on your cloud city. Oh, fuck. Well, sorry, Han. This is grass. You know? I mean, it's bad, but it's not as bad as it appears to be on the surface. Yeah, look. You know? We can turn over, Han, but let's just keep all of the uh, rest of your buddies here. It's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, he tried to minimize the damage. Yeah. But, as long as I can I mean, imprison all the, all the other people here with me, it's good. That's one, gone, send them back to Jabba, and I can keep the rest of them. It's not that bad of a deal, if you think about it. Right. So, but yeah, he was he was perfect. Um, my favorite part was when he ran in the Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> when he just left them behind. I was like, that's hilarious. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I think... 
I have I mean, an entire squadron of fighters in that Falcon right there. So if you think, oh shit, we're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that so, right there was a total Star Wars moment. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely definitely good. Yeah, that was a Han Solo uh, moment. Yeah. Yeah, that felt like a new hope. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a Lando, Han, and, and, and Chewie moment. Yeah, that's like uh, Luke and Chewbacca and Han when they're taking Chewbacca prisoner into the Death Star. And the elevator stops, and the door opens behind them because they're facing the fucking the wall. <laughs> and they look like, "Oh shit, it's behind us." And they turn around. That scene, ever since I was a little kid, has always tickled me. And that Lando taking off, you know, a couple different little things like that. They hit, they hit those right notes. Yeah. Um, I thought the action scenes were really good too when they were on the train or whatever it was. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't, I wasn't disappointed in any of the action moments. Um, the weakest one was probably the Falcon versus the giant space monster. Yeah. It felt a little bit forced, but what the fuck ever. I, I, I got fast and the furious with the Millennium Falcon. I mean, I'll take it. I guess, I guess they thought since it was Star Wars, you had to have some giant space monster bullshit. Yeah, that was, that was the part that kind of flowed into the sequel trilogy territory, but yeah. it was handled better than anything in the sequel trilogy, at least. It's just a giant mall. Ooh. As far as the love interest bullshit, and eh, whatever expected, just the... That was pretty <laughs> The ending was bullshit. You kind of expect it. His old lady turns to a Sith Lord and his his mentor is Hill as well. I mean, I would have done the the ending where his mentor comes back and opens the door and he didn't turn Hill. He walked out the door with Chewie because it was the part of the plan. And they had the um, what are they trying to get? I forgot. Coaxium? Coaxium gas or some bullshit like that. Yeah, the stuff that powers the starships. Yeah. Yeah, watching that in uh, Rogue One is basically the same bullshit. Because I would have had it look like to the, um, the people on the ground that him and his buddy, his mentor, had to fall again. I was like, I don't know, it's kind of risky. It's like, you gotta do it. Then that's when you cut to the people on the beach watching from afar, and then he takes off. So then you have that moment where during the final confrontation, he shows up and he turns heel, but it was a dusty finish. You think he's turned heel, but when he walks off with Chewie, he didn't. That's just a way for them to take the real shit and leave. Yeah. Instead of doing the typical, oh, look, he's a fucking bad guy. That way, after everybody shakes hands and they leave at the big finish, he's like, where are you going? Well, I hear that uh, there's a guy on 
Tatooine is moving up, shaking things up. He's a big outlaw, or where the fuck, however he said it. Big gangster on Tatooine. So that's when you know there's going to be a setup later on for Han to go and meet Jabba. It's not that hard to do. Yeah, I mean, Woody Harrelson's character I thought was was really good overall. Um, yeah, they did the typical, the expected thing with him, but I would like to have had a chance to see more. See, that way when you do that, it could give Han, Han could always remember that moment, so later on in episode four, he's like, well, my mentor didn't fuck me over in, in the end, so I'm going to do the same thing for my boys as well. Yeah. It's like Lucas said, there's, uh, there's always a symphony. Everything comes back and repeats itself. Yeah. I could have done without the forearm monkey, dude. I liked him. I mean, I liked him. He just needed to shut the fuck up after a little bit. Well, they fucking killed his ass in the first 15 minutes, so... Yeah. The second time I watched Solo, I liked him a lot better. In the theater, I was just like, Jesus, shut up already, but... Yeah, I've seen it twice. I haven't seen it. I haven't watched it a third time. It'll be a little while, but I'll watch it someday again. Yeah. Uh, the speeder, the little Han Solo, the very opening few moments weren't all that, but you know, it's a it's a good B plus. Oh, uh, when they ripped off Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rogue One. Overall, the only complaints I have, I have two complaints, well, three. One, uh, the chick who plays the, oh, I forgot, Jen, is that her name? Jen Urso? Jen, yeah, oh my God, she's horrible, bad casting. Um, Felicity Jones. Horrible, horrible. Never should have casted her. Uh, two, that beast that they used Baba Rosa, where the fuck his name is. That was just yeah. fucking, fucking stupid. That was fucking retarded. Uh, yeah, that was, definitely took me out of it. And, um... Oh, my God. What was the guy's name who... The leader of the Rebels. Ka Cassian. Not Cassian. The, uh, the outlaw of the Rebel on Jeddah. Saw Guerrero. Saw Guerrero, yeah. His character was shit, too. Yes, maybe, absolutely. Maybe shit. just the way he was played. But if you could fix those three problems, awesome movie. Other than that, I was happy. Oh, yeah, I don't like CGI Tarkin. Other than that, I was happy. My issues with it was, like you said, the Baba Goop or whatever the fuck it was. Um, I didn't like that. Uh, the other issue, like Saw Gerrera, like he's off of Clone Wars, and that's cool and all. And, like, if you're going to have him just be fucking crazy, then have it have some sort of real purpose to the story. I felt like he was wasted. If, um, if you could do a, a backstory that maybe somehow that Baba Grossa thing 
used on him, so that's why he's crazy? Okay, fine, that makes sense. But you gotta tell me that happened. And that's why he's doing it to other people. Yeah, something broke between the time he rescued Jen and the time she came back to him. But, I mean, it's not Forrest Whitaker's fault. It's just the characters just was kind of fucked up. Unless was he just like, decided to play it that way. <laughs> I mean, I guess you're right, but I'd say that was I'd say that was in the script and the director, if I had to guess. Um, the pacing, well, not the pacing, the jumping around. It's like in the first ten minutes of the movie, you're on like twelve different planets. So, and I think it kind of shakes the first half of the movie up a little bit. But I mean, honestly, after after your thirty minutes into the movie, I really feel like everything from that point forward is pretty golden. Um, the performance of uh, I can't remember what his name is. He plays the uh, director Krennic. Oh yeah, the uh, thought, British dude. Yeah, that guy was fucking epic. Yeah, I thought he was excellent. Yeah, the beginning of the movie when they land and he's talking to her dad, I was like, "Holy shit, this guy's awesome." Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, he blows everybody else in the film out of the water. Yeah, I'm like, goddamn, British actors are fucking awesome hills. Yeah, yeah, he was he was definitely yeah. a threat. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, the the effects were really good. I mean, other than the uncanny valley parts. Um, Towards the end, it got better. Yeah. With Tarkin. Stay away yeah. from the close-ups. And the bright lights. And Put the bright them in the dark lights. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Put the, move the dimmer switch down a little bit. This, yeah, this, uh, the the space battles at the end, that big space battle, yeah. man, that was, that was some good shit. Yeah, that uh, episode three shit, not episode three, well, kind of like episode three and episode six. Space battle yeah. 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 I mean, it was, it's the, to me, it's the best space battle in the whole series. I mean, it doesn't have quite the same emotional effect as A New Hope, but as far as like just, I don't know, for lack of a better word, fight choreography, <laughs> it was just, it yeah. was just top notch. I mean, it was, it was epic in so many ways. Yeah. And it was, pretty awesome they reused footage and um, audio of the original A New Hope fighter pilot actors that was pretty awesome um, and getting to see those characters on screen again do something besides get the shit fucking shot out of <laughs> I mean, they all get blown up in the next film but you know it was just cool like man these guys were ass kickers they just yeah. run into the ultimate ass kickers yeah so. Yeah, yeah, it was, it, it, to me, it honestly, I, I had to walk away from Rogue One thinking a little bit more of A New Hope. It, it really, it was, it was one of those things when I first heard about the premise, I was kind of like, oh man, I like the Kyle Katarn storyline about Death Star plans were found and blah, 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 blah. And do we really need a movie to bridge this? But, I mean, it's Dirty Dozen in space and they did a pretty good job with it. And, you know, I think, like, a lot of the characters, um, like, the the interaction between Cassian and Jen, I, I, 
I liked that it was antagonistic and then they kind of had to learn to trust each other. And it wasn't just this automatic, hey, we're best super buds, you know, Ray and Finn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's uh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it was... Yeah. yeah, the droid was funny. I mean, he was awesome. Oh, yeah, I like uh, the droid. Yeah, the best part is when they're out there on the street and she sees a battle droid and she shoots it and she's like, oh, shit. And then he comes around a corner. Did you know that was not me? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going back uh, to the ship. <laughs> the yeah. blind guy and then the big heavy infantry dude. I can't remember their names. Jet Lee like, and the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, they didn't get the most in character development, but they did a good job of showing a human side to those two characters. Yeah. Like, there was some warmth that came out of those two characters in the portrayal, which was kind of, I don't know, it just stands out to me. I, I kind of wish there had been more time for character development on those. But like I said, they really showed the human side of those two. Yeah, those are uh, the two you wish lived. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you want to see a side story with those guys. Yeah, hell, I see. They're, 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 give me a side story with those. Give me a Disney Plus series of those guys yeah. six months prior. Yeah, put those uh, two on the Mandalorian. Yeah, that would have been great. Yeah. Now they're space dust now. Yeah. So. I don't even think they're dust. <laughs> they might be energy. Yeah, and, and, I mean, I know he wasn't a Jedi, but he had some sort of connection to the Force. That dude was fucking badass. Looks I'm like one he, with the Force. Yeah, it looks like force he had a handle. Him. Yeah. Uh, the little fighter pilot dude, you know, I mean... You felt bad for him, you know? Not the, fight, the freighter pilot, the Imperial defector. Yeah, yeah, the defector. Yeah. Well, he was okay uh, until that Barbarossa bullshit. Yeah, but, you know, right before he got blown up, he definitely was better. Um, what was the, was it Galen? Was that the name of the guy that designed the Death Star? Yeah, something like that. I thought that was a pretty slick way of retconning George Lucas's fucking everybody's big complaint about a new hope. Yeah, how stupid yeah. it was. How stupid that was. That's so dumb. No. The first rebel basically designed the Death Star to be yeah. destroyed. That's pretty that's pretty cool. Yeah. So now they just need a movie where somebody sabotages the blaster factories that the Empire gets their weapons for, and that's why they miss everybody. Well, well, they kind of fixed that by the fact that um, the Mandalorians can't shoot for shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they, um, Rogue One, yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. I really like it. It's I'm, a little uneven at first, but it settles in and it's just, it's pretty good. Yeah, I thought it would be total garbage, but it wasn't. Oh, and then Vader is... You know, playing fucking Jason Voorhees was pretty awesome. Yeah, Vader being Vader. Yeah, it was definitely a great fan moment. I mean, and he makes his little joke in the about the second half of the film. Now, be careful not to choke on your ambitions. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the other, and there was people on the internet like, "Oh, it's so stupid." Those Vader making jokes. I'm like, did you guys not watch the original trilogy? 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for a dude that supposedly hates himself and everything around him, like he's he's definitely like got some sarcasm in him. Yeah, I mean that's Anakin coming out. I find your lack of faith disturbing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was from like minute one. <laughs> yeah. If you want to feel better about Darth Vader humor, just watch Darth Vader on YouTube with Arnold Schwarzenegger lines cut in to the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll just be like, yes, this is, that's how they should have done Vader the whole time. <laughs> uh, man, it's fucking great. That's one of my favorite YouTube videos. I watch it a couple times a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are a, we are a, what is it? A diplomatic ship, blah, 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 blah. Cut the ship, lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So good. Uh, on that note, uh, next week we may or may not be back with a normal show. It just depends. This was fun. I'll just take a break from the news. And considering we're this late into the year, uh, there probably won't be a lot of game news. So, Scott, that's it. Bye. Bye.